If you've been feeling like you really want to share how you feel about BTS and how they've impacted your life, but you just haven't had the ability or the platform to do it, I'm here to invite you guys to join me on the podcast. Definitely would love to have you guest appear even more than once if you want to. And you can be from any place in the world as long as I can understand you and you can understand me and we can talk together as long as you're comfortable having your voice recorded and want to be joining me on a podcast, let's make some plans to get together. And so reach out to me at lovenotesfromarmy at gmail.com. You can also find me in Twitter. You can find me at Kathos. TV. So it is at K-A-E-T-H-O-S-T-V. I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to talk to you. So please don't be shy. Even if you're shy, please, please feel comfortable. And we can talk really soon and, you know, let people hear your voice or let people hear what you have to say about BTS. I think that it would really make other people feel more courageous and it would be even entertaining because I've got some games we can play together and I have lots of questions I want to ask you but I can't do that by myself so please do join me soon and until then this has been Begin the Search. Please take care of yourselves. Have a good day. Hello International BTS Army! Welcome back to Begin the Search, a podcast inspired by BTS, my favorite Korean pop boy band. I don't know how to even define them because I'd rather not stick them in any genre necessarily, but they are a group of guys. There's seven of them. They have been together debuted as a group officially in the year 2013, but they've been living together longer than that. So some of them have lived together for about 10 years, and they basically grew up together. They had their teen years together, and they began their 20s and almost finished out their 20s, some of them. And they're just amazing guys. And why somebody like me would find them in their sixth year of being together Um, and just absolutely falling in love with the happiness that they've given my heart and the comfort and the peace that they've brought to me, the inspiration that I, I gain when I'm watching them do things such as, um, like just their dance videos, their music, their production, their recording, like when they want to share a video clip of them singing and there's someone at the at the board at the mixing board and they've got the headset on and in front of the microphone singing um there are just so many things that they do and singing and dancing isn't necessarily something that everybody wants to do but it's something that everybody can enjoy listening to and watching and i just feel like BTS, I mean, they're just a group of talented, skilled, and smart guys. And we have so many talented and skilled and smart people on this planet in every culture. And, um, I mean, even if I don't feel necessarily smart 
or talented or skilled. I still have things about me that are wonderful things that I can offer to this world and to other people. And um, I don't ever want someone to feel like looking like looking at BTS saying to yourself, I'll never be great like them. I'll never be amazing like them. I'll never be attractive like them. I'll never be well-liked like them. I never want you guys to feel that way. I don't want you guys to feel that way. And I don't want me to feel that way. And thankfully, I have never felt that way um, during the time that I have known about BTS. And I'm coming up on one year at the end of next month. So today is May 16th. What day is it? Yes, Saturday, May 16th. And I have a whole, I have a few pages of notes that I want to consult as I talk about BTS and about life and about the realities of life today. And I can already feel the tears behind my eyes and in my throat and in my stomach. You know what I mean? Like you can feel the emotion. And I don't want to cry and I don't want to let the tears escape. And if you've listened to any of the other of my episodes, I think I think I have <laughs> I've probably cried in a, about a third of my episodes, maybe even in half of them. <laughs> and <laughs> I just I'm I'm not I'm not interested in holding back. I'm not interested in trying to choke the tears away, you know, or or stifle myself, or, you know, censor how I'm feeling. I just want to share with you guys. I just want to... What, what do I say? What do I even say? BTS has brought me so much. I've never been to one of their concerts. I've not met them in real life. I didn't even have... A good internet signal last year. So when I first discovered them, I couldn't even watch them all the time. I had no, I haven't, I had none of their songs in. Um, I, I mean, all I have is a smartphone. I don't have any streaming device really. I have, I had no subscriptions to any streaming services, and I still don't. Um, what I finally did buy an Alexa, a smart what's it called? Like a smart speaker. I finally did buy one, um, around Christmas time, Thanksgiving last year. And I can ask Alexa to play BTS in Spotify. And Alexa will play me BTS in Spotify, but sometimes it takes six songs or even more before Alexa's playing me a BTS song. Because uh, if you're not subscribed to Spotify, if you're not a, a paying member, I mean, um, what do you call it? Like a paying subscriber every month, then you have no choice exactly what artist you listen to. So you can say play BTS, but they're going to give you um, artists like BTS. So you're going to get Monsta X and Got7 and you're going to get, um, and what is it called? NCT. And you're going to get Eric Nam sometimes. And you're going to get Jackson Wong and TXT and... Um, why am I saying all the guys? I don't know. Probably because I'm a girl and I think they're attractive, so I'm saying all the guys. But you're going to get Blackpink and you're going to get Twice and Mamamoo and Itzy and um, some single, I mean, solo artists as well. And so you really have no control over what you're going to hear. But I, I mean, I don't have 
I didn't last year especially have a lot of ways to get BTS content to my eyes and my ears. And it took it took a while for me to get more resourceful and to find out how I could just have them more in my life. And it took getting the internet because I couldn't afford it at the time. And I finally did get it. And it, it took um, buying a new laptop because my computer would shut off right in the middle of things I was doing. And even if I could get it up and running again, which was very rare, the internet signal wasn't working very well. And I don't want to complain. I'm just telling you that not everybody has access to BTS at just the click of a button. But when you do, it's a great blessing. And when you don't, and you have to work harder for it, and you have to work harder to get something that you love into your life when you want it, or when you're craving it, or when you're aching for it, then it's just, it means a lot. And I had to work pretty hard to get BTS music in my house. And I was able to listen to them or watch them on my my phone screen on YouTube, but like I said, didn't really have a good strong connection to the internet all the time. And then besides that, you can't really hear very well unless you have a really great um, updated phone. You can't really hear their songs super well. I mean, you can hear them, but you're not going to hear all the different aspects or um, like work and uh, features that go into production in each song. And there's a lot of things that you miss when you listen to BTS music on a phone. Um, unless, I, I don't know, I don't know what the more the latest versions are like, but just comparing by the time I actually used some gift cards to go buy BTS um, CDs at Target and was able to um, download those CDs onto my computer and then burned a copy so that I wouldn't wear out the, the Target copy, you know what I mean? Because I just wanted to keep the per the purchased CD as fresh as I possibly could, as brand new or like new as I possibly could so it wouldn't get scratched up or lost or anything and I wasn't moving it around from the car to the house. I just burned a copy and, I'm, I mean, sorry, I burned it onto my computer and then from there I made playlists of the, of the CDs. And that's legal for me to do for myself, but I'm not supposed to do that and distribute it all over the place to give to other people so they can all have BTS CDs and all that stuff. So, but it took several months of not having BTS music on any of any device or any um, CD or anything. Like, I couldn't just be like, I want to listen to BTS today and just turn it on in my house. So to be able to listen to it, I had to get into YouTube and wear down my phone battery and use up my data to um, have it playing on the screen where, you know, if you're listening in Spotify or um, iHeartRadio or what are the other ones, Apple Podcasts and stuff, you can blacken your screen and close up your phone and it will still play for you so it's not using up more battery and, uh, you know, projecting the lights and the graphics on the screen. But you can't do that with YouTube because if you're shutting it off, maybe you can with YouTube Red, I have no idea, but you can't. Uh, regularly be playing something in YouTube without the screen being there. And um, 
so anyway, I don't know why I'm going on about this so long, but I'm just trying to tell you that it was very hard for me to just be like, I'm craving listening to BTS. I want to listen to them all day, every day, and I don't have, I, I can't do that. And so now that I do, now that I can listen to them more, because I have a smart speaker, even if I can't control when I get to hear a BTS song versus some other K-pop song, I just, I have more access to them now than I did. And now that I have Disney Plus, because a family member gifted it to me with the Amazon Fire Stick, I can watch YouTube on my TV and I can watch BTS on YouTube on my TV. VLive is not working that way. It's not working on my TV. Um, but, you know, uh, what else? Anyway, so I, I can see them there, and then I can see them on my laptop. My laptop was pretty pricey, and this is a sensitive topic for me to, to mention, but I really needed a computer, and when mine was so unreliable and so and breaking down, first of all, that computer that I was using, it was a desktop tower HP, and... I lost three of my grandparents in the year 2016. And after my grandma, the the last of the three, passed away, I don't know why, but family members who were handling her things, her belongings, decided that they would give me her computer. And I was very surprised by it. And I was like, I need a computer, so this is awesome. This is great. And it worked really well for a couple of years, but then last year it decided to just shut off whenever it wanted to and make a lot of noise and um, make some beeping sounds and you couldn't get it to turn back on. And um, so I just really needed a computer. So then as I'm sharing this with you about, about losing family members and being the person in the family when there, even though there are a lot of us family members, a lot of us relatives, a lot of kids and a lot of grandkids, whatever. I was the person who got my mom's laptop when she passed away last year. And I don't know why either, except that I think she knew I needed one. She knew that no one else in our family needed one. Everyone else had at least several in their family, and I didn't have one. So I was able to use my mom's laptop for a couple months but it stopped working very well as also because she had it for a while and then a few months after a few months after it's really it's hard for me to talk about and sometimes it hits me deeper sometimes it it feels so fresh like, even today, I wanted to talk to my mom so, so badly. <laughs> I wanted to ask her questions that I didn't, didn't want to ask anyone else. And sometimes I get really scared because I have anxiety. And sometimes if my, if my body does something... I jump to conclusions thinking that it's an awful disease that's going to kill me. And I play that what-if game, like, what if this is this, and what if that means that, and what if I have this disease, and 
what if I'm not going to live very long? And I, when my mom was here, I got to call her and I got to ask her and tell her, this is what's going on. Do you think I should go to the doctor? Do you think I should try this remedy or this ointment or different things? And I just had something happen today where I was nervous and I wanted to ask her a question. And I didn't want to Google about it because when you, when you Google, sometimes you get really, really scared because you see things that your medical condition could be. And so when I Google something, I don't really get a lot of relief or comfort from what I see. I get like, oh, you might have diabetes, you might have cancer, you might have this or that, you might have this infection. And it's not comforting and it's not helpful or hopeful. And just today I was thinking... I really, really want to ask my mom this question and get her, get her reassurance. And I can't have that. <laughs> Turns out we don't really have to worry about me about this because I've been exercising a lot. <laughs> I told you several weeks ago that I started to exercise and I'm finishing my seventh week of exercising almost every day and I think when you just when you get hot and if you're uh, if you're not in shape and part of your body or a lot of your body is overweight sometimes you can get a heat rash when you're exercising and I think that's what happened to me so I'm not gonna um, freak out hi kitty hello oh it's nice to see you did you come cheer me up because I was crying Oh, <laughs> this kitty knows when to come find me. I wish I had a dog that was specially trained for anxiety and things like that. Because, I mean, bless this little kitty's heart. He, he is very sweet, but a lot of times he's just nowhere to be found. Because cats like to have at least, a sev uh, tw at least 20 different places to hide and take naps in your house. But he came and he said meow and let me know he's here and he's a sweetie. He wants to get on my lap. Come here. Oh, he's purring. <laughs> There's something about a cat purr that is so comforting. So, anyway, I was telling you that I needed a computer. And a few, a few months after we lost my mom, my siblings and I had to go to an attorney meeting to discuss her trust fund and I couldn't even I couldn't say a word in that meeting pretty much I just cried the whole time and when we were done I was thinking I just remember this money was supposed to keep my mom alive as long as possible and this money was supposed to be what was helping keep her here and I don't want it. I don't want this money. I don't want... And I told my siblings, why don't you guys just take my share and divide it up? Or let's find something else to do with it. I don't want to spend money. That was supposed to be for my mom. And then at the same time, part of me was thinking, wow, I finally have money that I could buy a new washer and dryer with. Because I just kept on buying used ones that would break down after one year. And then I thought, well, I could get my car fixed, and I did that, but then um, I didn't have to spend too much money to get my car fixed, but every time I would, and this is last fall, like September, October, I guess it was October through Christmas time, I just kept on fixing my car, but then 
they would say, well, this needs to be fixed and it's really not worth it. And it just got to a point where the car wasn't worth it for the amount of repairs it needed. So I, I was torn because I was thinking, I don't want this money. And I felt emotional every time I thought about spending the money. And I wanted to save that fund for the future. And I wanted to save it to go to a BTS concert with my kids and do something that I wouldn't have gotten to do otherwise if I didn't have that fund. And my mom didn't know about BTS. Maybe she had heard of them a little bit, I'm not sure, because my sister that she lived with, um, my sister's daughters were into BTS for a while. So my mom might have said, oh yeah, I know about BTS, yeah. I've heard a little bit of their stuff and I've seen them a couple times or on the TV. I really have no idea if she did or not because she liked to watch a lot of Hallmark movies and a lot of college basketball and she listened to a lot of music like Il Devo and Josh Groban and um, David Archuleta and uh, classical stuff. She listened to like the three tenors and other stuff like that and that's that music is quite different from BTS. So anyway, I I decided that I would put most of the money in savings and um say and use some of it on concert tickets when BTS was gonna tour next and I was able to purchase tickets for the Map of the Soul tour in Santa Clara, California on April for April 25th show and 26th and we all know what happened with the tour at this point it's postponed and a lot of us have grieved about that and a lot of us have been very upset including Namjoon including BTS and including I mean who would be happy about it there's nobody that would be happy about the BTS concert being postponed. I mean, nobody who wanted to see them. So um, part of my tears come from that because I'm just thinking about how that time came and went a couple weeks ago that we were going to be there, and I was going to use up some of that mon- some of that money to get me and my boys to California, eleven hours drive, and to visit my sister and stay with her one night and then go get a motel or hotel, whatever you call them, and go to the shows and, um, I mean, experience that life never being the same after you go to a BTS concert and probably experience the after concert, um, like depression or whatever it is that people feel when they're like, they've just had such an experience and then they go home and they're like, I just want to be there. I want to go again. I, I can't stand knowing that it's happening again tomorrow or next weekend and I'm not there. And I mean, I know I would feel that and I know I will feel that <laughs> when the time comes and I'm going to try to be as humble and thoughtful as I can. But I do know that um, I'm human and I know that, I mean, when you have something that you just ache to have and you want more of it, it's hard to just sit back and not have it, you know. And if it takes money to actually bring that thing to you or take you to that thing or that person or that experience, then it just can be really um, frustrating emotional thing that when you can't have it. 
So I'm not telling you guys anything new. I know you all know what I'm talking about. Everyone who had tickets, who had to feel the disappointment of not being able to go, and everyone who was not able to get tickets, that's that's even worse. So uh, I have so many things that I want to tell you guys, and it's getting darker, and I don't want to turn on the light because it's kind of hot up here. <laughs> and So if I turn on the light, I'm going to get hot, but... I'm sitting here going, well, I've got notes, and it's kind of like a radio show. It's not quite, but you know. This episode was recorded using Anchor, and if you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Like me, you might be looking for a platform to create a podcast, but just not know what there is available. And Anchor, let me tell you, is free. There are creation tools within the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. It will also distribute your podcast for you, so you can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And that's really awesome because it can take a while to build a following. Anchor has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is capital A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Happy podcasting. Shuga, he went in V-Live several times now. I think, what was it, three, four, four times already? Once by himself and then three times with other BTS members being a guest appearance with him on the show. And he, um, he inspires me, and he's got notes. I don't think he has a noisy, crinkly page notebook like I do. I think he probably has nice notes that are typed and printed out for him to look at in, a, in the form of some type of script. And if you guys have watched the KKUL Honey FM radio shows or um, talk shows that were presented during some of the festas and during like the 100-day anniversary um, celebration and other things where BTS all comes in. Um, there's a BTS song that's playing and the camera is pointed at the table and we see Min Yoongi sitting there at the head of the table. And as the song is playing, one by one, the members come in and sit down all around the table and they've got some kind of beverage and they start, he greets them and they talk a little bit and then he says, what we're all doing here, for example, it's been 100 days since our debut, or it's been a year since our debut, or another year has come and gone, and we would like to talk about the wishes that we made last year at this time, and then whether or not those wishes came true, and then he has different segments, um, like this portion of the show is called, um, why does that BTS member do that? Why does he do that? And then it's just like super funny because then they share kind of too much information. They share TMI and it gives each, <laughs> it gives each member a chance. <laughs> this even makes me laugh and cry because I just remember last summer watching these and finally feeling happy and finally cheering up for the first time in months. <laughs> And I'm laughing because they're so sweet and they're so funny. <laughs> they're hilarious. And it's like, I have to rewind it and watch it again and I can't stop laughing. And sometimes it's funnier watching it the second or third time than it was watching it the first time. 
that one year where they were talking about, why does this guy do that? Why does he do that? And I don't understand why he does that. <laughs> one time they said, why does Jungkook pick us up and throw us? <laughs> and Jungkook is the youngest one. And he's just sitting there smiling like he's all pleased with himself. And they're all sitting there laughing like, why does he come towards us and just chase us down and pick us up and throw us? It's so funny. And then there's this... <laughs> This one time where they read notes from the staff members on, um, like, different things from the manager or from the dance choreographer. Just, <laughs> it's like constructive criticism. And, like, why is this person always late? Or why is this person such a hard person to teach a dance to? And, I mean, if you want to cheer up and you have not seen those yet, or even if you have watched those but you kind of forgot, take an hour out of your time. Look them up. Bangtan TV with the English subs, or if they don't have English subs, look up Bangtan subs, or look up, um, just look up Festa um, 2019 and 2018 and 2017. Go by years, or say BTS 100 Day, KKUL Honey FM, and you will find those. And make sure you have your subs on, and just get ready to sit there and have your jaw dropping in awe at how funny they are and how normal, normal people that they are and how they have the same things going on in their lives as we do, even though they're celebrities and how they all have wishes and they all have things that they're looking forward to and things that they're hoping to do. And then when they experience a little bit of disappointment or kind of like a, a light bulb moment where they realize something that very in the very introspective discussions they had for the 2018 video um, of this that I'm talking about is where they were all sitting around the table and they were eating and drinking and they talked really seriously at parts of that video but they also had really hilarious moments as well and you just find out so much more about them it's not the same as watching an episode of Run BTS where you get to see their personalities and how competitive they are or how much they like to diss each other, how much they like to tease each other or say, we're going to win or um, like breaking the rules because there's always somebody who's kind of messing with the rules. And then you get to see who's winning and uh, what they win and what they do with it or I don't know, just, just different things. I haven't watched a lot of Run BTS yet. Um, and... There's so much content. I mean, I can't. I can watch it, but then <laughs> there's something else that I can't watch if I'm watching Run BTS. So I'm just taking my time, enjoying it all, and feeling so grateful for it. And I know I was talking about something about laptops a few minutes back, and I don't even remember what it was. But I guess my point was that right now I have more access to BTS music than I did before and I have more access to watching them than I did before and so for the people who don't really have that the the luxury or the convenience of being able to see them and hear them all the time I understand where you are because I was there and so just be patient and just work hard and work for it and if you get a gift card you don't know what to spend it on Go buy a BTS CD if you don't have any. Um, or, you know, if you're if you have some birthday money, maybe save it up and get a laptop so that you can watch BTS on your computer. 
or um, if you don't have the internet, maybe save your money to buy the internet, like subscribe to it. And that's what I did. And my life's not perfect and my life's not easy, but these things are definitely making my life a lot happier and a lot more um, bearable. And it helps me to, it helps to, you know, smooth over through some of the tough times and it helps me to remember I can keep going. Now, it's so dark I can't even read my notes, so I'm going to have to turn on a light. Why don't I just take a break and then come back and we'll dive into the things that I prepared for us. I feel like in the experiences I shared and the stories I started to tell you tonight about what I've been through in the last year, I kind of left them unfinished. I kind of didn't close those topics and I'm sorry if there's something that I was going in a direction of but didn't really quite finish it. I know when I start laughing or crying and I go off on a little tangent or side story, it's kind of hard to reel it back into a script and <laughs> I don't really have a script. So, I mean, if I did, that would help. Or if I had a buddy or a friend or another army on this podcast helping me just kind of remember where I was going with that, that would be awesome. I think that would really help out. And that reminds me, I would love to invite anyone, I don't care how old you are, if you're a guy or a girl or whatever you identify as, if you love BTS and if you want to talk about life and if you want to talk about what you've been through or what you're going through or what you're afraid of or what you're depressed about or some health thing that you've you've experienced or that you've come through or just different things in your life, um, relationships, whatever, if it relates to this podcast, if it relates to anything that I'm talking about, or if, it, if there's been something from BTS that has helped you through uh, some tough times in your life, please do reach out to me. The email is lovenotesfromarmy at gmail.com, and I'll have that in the description as well in the Anchor app. Hopefully you'll be able to see the same notes that I'm leaving in the Anchor app when it's converted to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or other things. I do believe, because I looked it up in Apple Podcasts, I do believe you're able to see my, my show notes for the episodes. So please do find the email there and please send me something. And let me know if you'd like to join me on a podcast. We can talk, we can have a good time, we can play a couple games. I'm already in the process of creating some episodes by kind of just doing things that are more lighthearted so I don't give you nothing but crying all the time. <laughs> Honestly, I have a lot more facets to my personality, so I'm not always a person who cries. But as you heard, I until more recently, I was a person who wasn't happy, and I'm not always happy. And a lot of times I'm I'm far from happy. A lot of times I feel like I'll never be happy again and that I never truly was happy. So there are things that I've been through that I know someone of some of you guys can relate to and I know that we can uplift each other and we can help each other encourage and support just like BTS does. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into my notes and the first thing I wanted to mention actually just wanted to pour out my love for what BTS members have been doing for us. They have been giving us so much of their attention. They have been presenting themselves in many different ways and showing some of their talents and their hobbies 
showing just continuously that they're okay, showing us that they're not falling apart, that they're not depressed and sitting around doing nothing. And I really appreciate that. And I'm so grateful that they wanted to show that to us. So the YouTube lives that we've had started a few weeks ago and Namjoon was the first one and he wanted to show us that he was just kind of working on some future projects or on the new album and he mentioned the new album in that in that YouTube live and I think it was around 11 or 12 minutes long and it seemed that he was just too aware of the camera being on and that it was kind of just tough for him to focus on his work while he knew that the camera was on him while he was trying to work and kind of show his everyday life. So he finished that pretty quickly where um, it seemed like he just felt that it wasn't going to be... <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to judge it. I liked it. I liked seeing him in that room working on his computer and it looked like he's left-handed because I saw him clicking the mouse unless the room is reversed. It looked like he is left-handed. So... Um, I didn't know that about him, if if that's the case. So if it was like mirror, reverse, you know, whatever. So, but he looked great in his hoodie, and he talked to us a little bit, and he told us that other members would be coming on doing YouTube Live as well. So that got everybody excited, and um, I think it was pretty easy for them to put the English translations on quickly because his video was only about 11 or 12 minutes. Then we had Yoongi painting the first time and his painting was, it was like 59 minutes or something. 57 minutes of wonderfulness. And you heard, if you listened to the last episode, you heard how much I loved that. It was wonderful and I think I watched it three or four times in the first few days. A couple times without the subs and a couple times with. And I cried when I watched it, and I cried thinking about it later, because this special person, every single BTS member, has been able to give comfort over and over and over again or the, over the course of their career, and showing us that they are tender-hearted people. I can't say one is tender-hearted and another one is not. Every single one of them cares about people. They are fiercely loyal to each other and to their parents and their family and their company and other um, other artists and actors and people that they're friends with. And they are fiercely loyal to ARMY. And the cat is stepping on a piece of paper over there in a pile and um, sniffing around, of course. But there's something about Min Yoongi, and I cannot even tell you right now unless I make an episode all about him and it probably feels like my last episode was about him but something about him just drew me to his heart I've mentioned it before it's like an invisible thread that binds people and I feel this with a few people in life but not very many um I feel this to my brother and I felt it um, with my mom and I used to feel it with one of my sisters but I don't really have friends necessarily that I feel this invisible bond with and even if I never get to meet this guy even if I never get to meet any BTS members or anyone from their company or even a security guard that <laughs> protected them or even 
you know, someone who collected tickets at their show, even if I never get to meet someone that was in connection with them, there is still an invisible thread. And I'm sure I'm talking to people who are nodding, who know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm sure there are a lot of you who feel that with Kim Namjoon, with J-Hope, and with Jungkook, and with every member, or only one member, or two members, and I don't know what it is, and I can't explain it. I can describe it, but I can't explain it. I can't explain how it's possible for me. I'm not his same culture. I'm not his friend. I'm not his, um, you know, I'm not his family member. I'm not somebody who has known him for years. I'm not his age. Um, you know what I mean? But when he was painting and giving those little bits of wisdom and comfort to us, it just made me cry. And then he came on the, I can't remember what happened next. Was it J-Hope dancing for an hour? Showing us his just stretching. He stretched for a really long time to warm up his body. Get those muscles and those bones protected. And, and his tendons and everything that goes into exercising. And to make sure that he was going to be safe during his workout, during his dance. And it looked like he was just feeling the groove and feeling the music and it also looked like he was kind of working through a couple of things. He tried this backwards kind of flip over on one arm and he did it a few times and he sat down cross-legged and looked at the camera, didn't really talk much and went back and he danced and then he stretched again to cool down and, um, I mean, but I was mesmerized by that. I watched the whole thing and I... I was like, well, I have this little trampoline, this little fitness trampoline here. I could be bouncing on this, but I I was just sitting there watching him. And then when he stretched, I did a little bit of stretching, but I didn't want to be distracted. I wanted to watch and see what he was doing. And I think that what I loved seeing was even though he wasn't painting on canvas, he was still in his creation space. He was feeling the floor, he was hearing the sounds, he was moving, he was, you know, paying attention to what what his joints want to do. And what, whether he was really paying attention to the lyrics or not, um, a lot of the songs he was dancing to were in English. Um, there's someone, I don't remember what her name is, Sasha something, or anyway, the, that pretty voice of the female soloist that he was listening to, he had a couple... Um, they were pretty catchy and really nice vocals. Um, I had never heard of her before, but I I liked it, and I liked watching him create to it, and it just felt like where Yungi had his tools, he had the brushes, and he had the paint, and he had the canvas, and the, the cool lighting, and that, you know, that space that he was in, and he was creating, and he had an image in his mind of what he wanted to do, and how he wanted to start out, and just see where it takes him. J-Hope had the same thing with music and with dance. And so they were both doing their hobbies or their skills or their craft. And then we had Yungi come on again and paint for us a second time now that the first layers were dry. And he mentioned that he had something in his mind. And he spent like half an hour um, kind of going over the paint that was already there smoothing it a little bit in certain spots and then putting this white tape across it in a diagonal line and then fixing it and uh, adjusting it a little bit and then 
painted over it with white or he was going to paint over it and he showed us that he was going to do something with what looked like a sound wave and later on it appeared that he printed out sound waves of his own voice and he was going to put that across the canvas. That was really cool and it seemed like him. He did tell us in his first YouTube live painting session that he really likes portrait art and um, but this doesn't look like portrait art and uh, I would be surprised if he ends up painting a person's face over any part of that masterpiece, <laughs> over any part of the creation that he's doing. I would be very surprised because doing a sound wave across some beautiful blues and blacks and gray coloring, uh, color blending or whatever is just a really cool idea. And to know that it came from his voice is really special. He's putting part of himself into it besides the fact that his own hand did this paint mixing and he's, I mean, there's never going to be another piece of art like that because no one else is going to be able to create exactly what he did and print out exactly his sound wave from his recording, from his computer, you know what I'm saying? So, and I hope people don't copy him, but at the same time, anytime you show your art or your skill, you always have the risk of someone copying you. And that's why I think people say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery so that you don't end up feeling angry or, um, you know, uh, offended or whatever, what do you call it? Like inconvenienced or, you know, whatever that people say when someone's copying an idea, um, I think that it makes us feel better when you think of, well, it's flattering because they're copying it because they like it, because it touched them in some way and they want to try it themselves or whatever. So I don't want to really go too far into that. But then we had V and Jungkook doing crafts. And what did they do? Rattle, rattle, crinkle paper, right? So they just... It was really cute. And of course, when you see them at the table and you see a bunch of crafting supplies, you know they're going to be making something or decorating something. And it was really cute because um, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched a lot of it, but then I just felt like um, it was bedtime and it usually is in the middle of the night or it's when I'm about to go to sleep when these things come on. And so... But what I did see was that they were listening to BTS songs and listened to a couple other songs, and they were singing along to it, and it looked like it was harder for V to concentrate on his on his craft because he was getting so much into the music and having such a great time just moving and singing to it and pretending that the whatever it was, I forgot what he had in his hand was a microphone. Oh, his lollipop, his little sucker. He's pretending that was his microphone, and then later, when they did UG, you know, from their Map of the Soul 7, they did that, um, they listened to that song, they sang along to it, and then he picked up the glue gun, and pretended to use the glue gun as the gun that was, you know, making the bullet sounds at the very end of UG, the recording. And as I looked at Jungkook doing his craft, I could tell right away that he was making flowers. And because he had all these long green dowels and some red felt and some glue and some tape and he was rolling up the felt and he kept on looking at something. I, I felt like it was a pattern. So he was looking at something definitely. He was following a guide and he was very focused on it, but he was also able to 
joke around a little bit and to laugh and to sing along to the music. And I mean, it was really fun. So I definitely still have to watch that one. It's been quite a few days. Has it at least been a week already? I'm not sure. And then we had, I don't remember if we got another Jungi painting somewhere in there or if he came on two days in a row. I feel like Jungi did come on two days in a row um, with his painting. And then anyway, so there's some V Live and some YouTube Live and I'm getting them mixed up now. This just goes to show you how much they're giving us and how much time they're spending with us. You guys, these are lives. These are live streams. They are spending time with us. That feels so good. It feels so validating that they're just giving us their time and attention. They appreciate that ARMY has helped them become bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And all their hard work is paying off. And they're bringing things to people who don't have much. If you have the internet, you can watch this and you can spend time with BTS. It, is, it just makes me appreciate them so much. And then after that, there was a meeting with RM and J-Hope and V. And I didn't get to watch that either, but that one was about nine, 29 minutes. So whenever you have the time, go ahead and watch those and just see what they've been up to. If you're not a Twitter user, then you will really not really have spoilers for what, what you're going to see. But if you're in Twitter, you're going to definitely see clips. You're going to see posts. You're going to see people talking about how they felt when they were watching. And people are going to be doing edits and montages. And it's really cool what everyone can do. People are very talented and very techno-savvy. Techno Hi. Kitty's back meowing at me a little bit, making these cute little... Uh, ch chirping sort of noises. I don't know what to call them. And then Hobie came on and he made bracelets for all seven members with charms and beads and the stretchy elastic uh, wire or string, whatever it's called, the cord, the stretch cord. And he kept on saying, um, I, I let's read some comments. And then he would read and then he'd get right back to it and he'd say, this is going to take me a long time. I don't know how long it's going to take me to make seven bracelets, but I better get started because I'm really hungry and I want to make sure that I incorporate or take into account each member's style in the bracelets. And so he's kind of, you know, pick, picking up the beads and looking at the charms and it was so cute because he picks up this little chick charm and I've seen this chick uh, I've seen this exact charm before, but I've seen it in drawing form, like a cartoon illustrated form on YouTube in a song called Freak Dance, I think is the name of the video. It's, I think it's called Dom Dottie Do or something like that. I've heard it's, it's by Nightcore or Nightcore messed with the song to not messed with it. They, they did whatever they do to the song to, you know, speed it up and, um, have the voices higher and have the music really fast. But that same chick is in what was the, sorry, ah, that same chick was the charm that he was using to make Jimin's bracelet. And he said, should I use this? It feels kind of heavy, but should I do this? I'm not sure that Jimin would wear this bracelet if I put, if I include it. And turns out he did include it by the time he was done. It was really cute. Shuga's bracelet kind of matched his black sparkly microphone. I, as soon as I saw someone had taken a screenshot of all of the bracelets, I was like, I know exactly which one is Shuga's without even seeing the name. Because Hobie spelled out the names in alphabet 
uh, pieces, you know, in letters in the beads. He spelled out their names or he put their initials on. And then um, Namjoon's bracelet kind of looks like it's matching Koya a little bit from BT21. It's blue. I didn't look closely at all of them, and I'm definitely going to watch these. Um, I just don't have a lot of time to watch tons and tons. And if, I, if they come out in the middle of the night and I don't understand Korean, then I'm waiting until I can watch them in English. Because um, I did for a while, and I still do sometimes, sacrifice my sleep so that I can watch and so that I can experience that live and be there with you guys and be there with BTS watching right when they're doing it. But then I can't be tired the next day because I have work or I have other things and I don't want to get sick um, if I miss a lot of sleep or if I'm starting to get run down. I felt like I was getting a little bit of a sore throat the last few days so I had to make sure that I didn't um, stay up too late and things like that. So anyway, I've gotten through <laughs> two pages of my notes and it's just so fun to talk about BTS, you guys. Now, I just wanted to update you on how my workouts were going. Like I said, I'm just finished up seven weeks. I've done four to six times per week. I'm not noticing any difference in size or shape. And this isn't about BTS, but I'm inspired by BTS, and that's what made it made me feel like I could be brave enough to start exercising. Even though I felt like I was a sickly person, or I felt like I was just never going to have enough breath support, I felt like I was always going to have asthma or low iron, you know, an iron deficiency in my body and just feeling like I can never get healthy and feeling like I can never get in shape. But lo and behold, finally I decided to do it. And so I've been exercising almost every day for seven weeks and it's been really great. Um, what I am noticing, even though I'm not shrinking in size, which is my goal as well, I want to be in a size that I feel comfortable in and that I feel um happy and I, I, I look the way I want to look and I feel the way I want to look. So that's the goal besides being healthy and living as long as I can, fitting into the clothes I want to fit into and not worrying about what I think of myself or what others think of me. And eventually, hopefully I would like to make more friends and I would like to start dating again. That would be amazing if that is ever going to be a part of my life. I would really really be grateful. But on, in the meantime, I'm working on loving myself and doing these things that I want to do for myself, not for a guy, not for a potential life partner. Like if I could get married, find a really good man who I'm also attracted to, who wants to walk by my side throughout life. If that doesn't happen for me, I'm still working on this for me. I'm not doing it to attract a man, you know, but I'm doing this because I'm brave enough, because BTS showed me how important it is to maintain your health and to maintain your fitness and to work hard at being who you want to be and following your dreams and accomplishing your goals. So I'm just going to stick with it. I'm not giving up, even though I'm not noticing, you know, my shape isn't changing much. My energy is much better. I have more stamina. My lungs feel feel healthier than they have in probably eight months. Um... I'm less tired. Even if I don't get a lot of sleep, I'm still less tired and able to go through the next day much better. My desire to eat healthier food has grown. Some of my clothes have started seeming to be a bit looser on me. So that is very, very encouraging. But when I did my one month or four weeks check-in in my journal and with my niece, because we're doing this together, my niece is 21 years old, um, and 
she's not a BTS fan. She's just doing this because she wants to, <laughs> because she has goals of her own and dreams of her own. And I'm just really grateful that she wanted to join me on it. But, um, this at the four week check-in, I really wanted to notice more improvement. I really wanted to notice that my body was changing shape and that I was slimming down. And if you want to be a curvy woman or a curvy girl, you want to have hips and you want to have, you know, if you want to look like you have a figure instead of being like straight box shaped or round, then it's really hard when you do your measurements and you weigh yourself and you take a progress picture and you don't see anything different. To me, I don't look any different than I did on the first day when I started on March 31st. It was my mom's birthday. By the way, a very, very important day for me. So it was extra special that I started that day. So I'm writing in my journal and I'm like, well, I don't look any different. I don't really feel much different, except that I'm noticing that I have more stamina. Now we're almost eight weeks into it. I feel a lot more stamina and my clothes are starting to seem a little bit looser on me. So I know I have to stick with it. And this really, when you're trying to achieve a goal and you don't see a lot of progress, it could be, and it actually, it very honestly is very discouraging. For me, it's very discouraging not to shrink in size. It's been almost two months and I, I really thought, but you know, I have to remind myself, be kind to yourself, be understanding to yourself, be patient with yourself. This kind of change does not happen in a short amount of time. It took years of self-neglect, abuse, stress, not sleeping, not exercising, hating myself, binge eating, not drinking water to get this way. And it's not going to turn around in a short amount of time. Because like I said, it took years to get this way. Just drinking water every day, drinking the amount of water that your body needs to be a healthier person, it's really hard for me to do. I don't like water, you guys. I don't like to drink it. I'd much rather be drinking a soda, although I don't love soda because it's too sweet for me. I do like a soda sometimes. It's very refreshing to have that carbonation. It's great with pizza or a sandwich or on a picnic or in the summertime. But the more soda I have, the more soda I want. And then when I'm done drinking it, I feel like, oh, I just feel like all that sugar is now in my body. And I'm not trying to, um, like, be negative towards anyone who drinks a lot of soda or loves soda. Um, we love J-Hope, and he loves soda. He loves Sprite. They all drink soda when they do those bong bombs, and they show us the pizza and the different things they're drinking. Soda, they're drinking whatever. Not bagging on soda. But for me, I've noticed that the more I have, the more I want. And I've noticed that it doesn't make me feel good after I've drunk it, after I've had it. So, but water, I don't like water. People say water doesn't have a taste. Well, to me, water does have a taste and I don't like to drink it. But I'm drinking it, which means I'm forcing myself to drink it. I can't drink very much at a time. I've noticed that I can uh, drink like four... Um, like eight, what do you call it? Like gulps or mouthfuls? What do you call it? Like if you're bringing a water bottle or a cup of water, glass of water to your mouth, you know, taking 12 gulps or swallows, whatever, not 12. I just said eight. I meant eight. Um, I can do eight. And then if I do anything past eight, I will get nauseated in my stomach. 
and I'll feel sick for a good half hour to an hour after that. So I have to make sure that I only drink that much or a little bit less. And I don't like water unless it's cold. So I'm usually, is what I'm doing is freezing part of my cup so that I can keep on refilling it with um, more water and it makes it cold because I don't have an ice machine. I don't have ice in my freezer, whatever. So in order to not go on and on about water for the rest of our lives, let's just keep moving. Why is water important and why am I forcing myself to drink it? Well, USGS.gov tells me that water is up to 60% of the adult body. So if 60% of my body is water, it breaks it down. And it says 73% of my brain and my heart are water. 83% of my lungs is water, are, is or are water, however you say. 64% um, is water, of my skin is water. 79% of my muscles and kidneys is water. And 31% of my bones are water. So, just besides that sounding a little interesting, think about if your body's not healthy, and comparing us to BTS members, they look healthy, right? They seem healthy. They don't get sick a lot. I'm using them as an example because I admire them so well, so much. So if I want to be more like them and live a long time and be healthy and dance and do things, then... I need to do things that are not comfortable for me. One of those is drinking enough water. And why do we need to drink so much water? It's because if we're not healthy, then the water that's already inside our bodies all day, every day, every night is toxic. And that means that we're either um, influenced by the environment or we're eating foods or chemicals that have toxins in them. Um, and that... Toxic water needs to leave us, but since we need 60% or so of our bodies to have water still, then we need to replace that toxic water with good clean water. So what happens when you drink the water that's good and clean, you're pushing the toxic water out. And how is water going to come out? It's going to come out when you go to the restroom. And thankfully, our body is designed to do this. And so by eliminating bad water every single day, because you're drinking water and it makes you have to go to the restroom, it's really a wonderful cycle that can sometimes be really hard to, um, to put up with or hard to take care of or hard to maintain. So I, I'm forcing myself to drink enough water. And if I am overweight, then I need to drink more water than another person does. And so I don't want to be getting up to visit the bathroom, the restroom all night long. So I have to make sure that I'm getting all these dozens of ounces of water before my bedtime. And I want to stop drinking water at some time around dinner time, at least so that I'm not waking up or staying awake to keep on going to the restroom. Does that make sense? So anyway, I'm just, I'm doing this because I Finally, after being depressed and grieving and feeling like life couldn't go on very well and that I wasn't going to be happy again, finally I'm feeling motivated enough and determined enough to make changes in my life and to 
try to be here and try to be here for my family and my kids and try to be here for my future and try to make a difference in someone's life, hopefully. And that's why I'm taking so long in this podcast to talk about it. It's really important stuff. Um, besides the water in our bodies, we have blood. And if our blood is dirty, we need to make it clean. And it takes six weeks for each blood cell to replenish to uh, regenerate and grow new grow new ones. So if we have dirty blood, then our blood is carrying, our blood and our oxygen, right? There, It's carrying the nutrients and the things that we eat and drink to the different parts of our bodies and to our organs. And if our blood is dirty, then it's going to be clogged and blocked and it's going to take dirty junk to our organs, which can make us break down and get sick. And can shorten our lives. So that's why I'm telling you guys this in a podcast about BTS. Because it's so important. I want you guys to be here. I want you guys to live. I want you to grow older. I want you to, if you're young and you want to grow up and have a family someday. I want you to be here and survive and do that. And so if there's anything I can tell you, especially during a pandemic where a lot of people are getting sick and a lot of people are scared they're going to get sick and a lot of people have been sick and are recovering and a lot of people lost their lives, isn't it okay for me to take this platform and to tell you guys and encourage you by showing you what I'm doing to get better, to get healthier? So thank you very much for listening to that because I felt that it was very important to share. And if it was legal for me to play BTS music in the background while I'm talking, I definitely would because I miss them. If I'm not listening to them, I miss them and I want to turn on the music and I wish I had an Alexa Echo Dot in every single room of my house and I wish I could um, subscribe to Amazon Music and Spotify so that I can listen to BTS all the time without getting interrupted by other artists that are similar to BTS's style. But at least if I can do something which is sharing with you guys and helping someone's life make a turn for the better... Just because if BTS is giving to me, I want to pay it forward, I want to pass it on, and I want to give to someone else. It's really, really important stuff. So thank you guys for coming and listening. I know that if I were to be able to talk with someone else in the podcast, I could not ramble as much. Someone could help keep me on, keep me on topic. But I just wanted to talk about the KKUL Honey FM audio only or voice only V lives that Suga has been doing. It's I didn't talk about it on purpose before because I'm saving it for its own special category among the things that they're doing to spend time with us and give us their time and attention. When he says um hold on, I'm just trying to make sure. Okay. Um I don't even know where I put it. I'm so sorry. I put it in here in my notes and I can't find it now. But you guys Suga said that normally it's my Saturday Night Live radio show, but I missed ARMY so much I had to come see you now. And it was a day earlier than usual. That was so sweet and so tender. And even when I just read that and heard his voice in Korean saying it, because I don't pick up on the words yet, but I had to read it in English. Ugh, you guessed it. It made me cry. Just knowing that he cares about ARMY and he is missing us and wants to be with us, wants to talk to us. It's not, oh, let's make sure that 
I increase my celebrity, let's make sure that people are talking about me and that I'm staying relevant and current. And let's make sure that I'm popular and that I'm doing things to keep people talking about me. And, you know, that's not what he's doing. He's saying, I miss you guys and I want to be with you. And I'm sure the other members are feeling the same way. But they're manifesting it in different ways. They're showing us in different ways what they're doing, what they're thinking about. And of course, we know that some of them are working on their mixtapes or writing music. But you know what? Min Yoongi has so many songs. I think he said he has more than 200 songs. And he's had them for a couple years. Because I think that it was during the Wings tour when he said that. It was shown in Burr... Bring the Soul, that he said, I have at least 200 songs on my computer. I've written these things, and I wrote them years ago, and I don't know if they'll ever end up getting used or not, but um, he's not been sitting around. He's not just a sleepy sloth, you guys. He's not a sleeping bear. He's not this guy that just lies around all the time. And I know people who really love him and know him and have taken the time to see who he really is, you know that he's not sleeping all the time. But there are people who don't look as deep, as deeply, and they're like, oh, I'm going to make a comment right now that Suga would rather be anywhere but here, and I'm going to make a comment that all he wants to do is go lie down and go to sleep. Try again. Try, try again. Because this guy is busy. This guy has been doing so much with his life already. He's 26 or whatever. 25 or 26 or 27 years old. And... He has been writing tons of songs, and he's been painting, and he's been helping other members with the things that they're doing, and V has been writing music, and he's been showing us jam sessions in Twitter, and Jungkook has been posting, um, like, hints or whatever. How do you say that? Decalmania? De I don't know how to say the word. Um, but just all these teasers that he's working on, a mixtape, that it's coming, didn't he say when it was BTS playing with puppies for, was it BuzzFeed or some other thing? He said, uh, JK wants to do a mixtape. And it was a couple years ago, and we're all waiting for it. And so, uh, I just want to tell you that Min Suga, Min Yoongi, he does not sit around. He does not lie around and sleep and snore his life away. No, he does not. He's very busy. So... He comes to us and he gives us this wonderful around an hour radio show. The first time he was by himself, gave us comfort. And the opening is always, the intro is always a BTS song. He'll let us hear a few measures or whatever, a few strains of the song. And then his wonderful voice comes in, his wonderful speaking voice that is so perfect for radio. And you just feel comforted as soon as he starts talking, as soon as you know he's there. If you're lucky enough to be awake when he comes live, you can hear him breathing or, or you know, shuffling through his papers. And are you guys, like, floored as much as I am? I'm sure you are. You can hear him breathing. He's doing this right now. That's how I feel like. And, yeah, I'm, like, I'm going crazy about it. Because, like I told you, there's that invisible... There's that string that I feel connected to this person. 
If he was a girl, and he was the same person still, personality, the character, the heart that he has, the mind that he has, I'd still feel that string. Do you see what I'm saying? I'd still feel that. And just like, oh my goodness, he's on and he's on live and he's right, you know? I can't even get the words out. I can't even tell you what, what a dose of... I can't find a word for it. It's like, no matter what this stinking awful things that happen in the world, no matter what is being thrown at you, He's telling you somehow it's going to be okay. <laughs> Isn't that so wonderful? He loves us so much. He wants to come on and reassure us. We got our concerts taken away. They got their concerts taken away. But they miss us and they want to see us. And it's driving them to meet us more often. And they have a company that's letting them do it, you guys. That's such a wonderful company. Thank you to Big Hit. Thank you to bon uh, Mr. Bong. I don't know how to say. Is it PD Bong? Bong PD? I don't even... Is it Shiyuk? I don't know how to say his name. Thank you to him. Thank you to their families for letting them go. Thank you, for the Thank you to the people who trained them. Thank you to everyone who's made these BTS guys who they are. I can't even see my notes. Because I just have these tears. Like, when I was thinking about everything, I was like, oh, I'm going to go doing a podcast episode. And I'm not going to cry this time. People are going to be able to get to know me and know more about me. And I'm going to be able to share some great things. And I'm not going to cry this time. Oh, yeah, right. Come on. <laughs> I hope that I still have someone out there who's nodding their head saying, Yes, girl, I understand you. Yes, girl, I'm with you. I hope that I've got someone out there feeling it, you know? So, when he... Where is it? I can't even find it in my notes. It's just... I've got to get organized here. <laughs> I've got to talk about it. Oh, what did he say? Okay, I have a whole page on it. So, in each... So, he's playing a BTS song as he starts. And then he's talking to us about the season. I really love this. He says, um, you know, this is KKUL, Honey FM, Shoop D... I'm going to be here spending time with ARMY, answering questions, speaking. And then he goes, he talks about the beautifulness of the springtime, the spring season. And talking about, or giving us a positive image of the world and people. He was talking about that it's Children's Day and it's a day to celebrate children and grandparents and families. And we don't want to hear another news article about why we should be scared if we're going to get COVID-19. I mean, we're going to hear it anyway, no matter what. 
But in these moments, we get to spend with BTS, and he's telling us that it's beautiful spring, and there's good stuff happening, and people are outside, and children celebrating their parents, and Jungkook and Tae are making craft flowers to give to their mothers on Children's Day. They're making them on Children's Day to give to their mothers on Mother's Day, and oh, it's so tender, it's so touching. And in each V Live, he has a story time now where he's the narrator and usually one to two other character voices. And then the BTS member guest that he's been featuring is doing all the rest of the voices. So first he had Nam June on. They did a story about a rabbit and a guy who had, I already forget what it's called. Um, it seems like the guy was sick or dying or something and he wasn't going to be able to survive unless he had unless he found this rabbit, or I don't remember what it was called. And then the second one was about, give me a second, what was it? Mm, a tiger, right? A tiger and a mother and a daughter and a son. And Jin was on that night, and so we get to hear Yoongi's voice being the narrator and being a couple of the characters, and then Jin, and like they're so good. They are outstanding in voice acting, every single one of them. And then uh, to, what, yesterday? Yesterday, the day before? Taeyong came on, and he was doing the Three Little Pigs story with Suga, and, oh, it's so great. And you guys, talented armies. My goodness, if you look in Twitter, fans are creating their own art to dub these video, I mean, sorry, to dub these radio recordings, to, to dub this into, like, these cute cartoons of the wolf and the, the pigs, and it's like, I'm doing this because I love BTS. I'm doing this because I love how BTS changes my life and makes me feel. I feel happy. I feel inspired. I feel like I want to do things. I want to, f you know, people are not just sitting around being like, oh, I'm bored. What can I do today? Oh, okay. Let me um, listen to a story and then let me make a, make a cartoon and then let me try to get a whole bunch of attention for it. It's not... That's not how it is. People love BTS. So we're reaching out and reaching other people and sharing more and more and more and more of what BTS is doing. They're not just recording artists. They're not just saying, give us your money and we'll send you CDs. Give us your money and we'll come and perform for you on a stage somewhere. They're saying, let me spend time with you. Let me paint. Let me talk about the fact that my mom taught me how to paint. Let me share the stories that I loved growing up. Let me talk about the process about making an album. Or for Jimin, let me talk about how... Oh, I didn't even mention Jimin's... Oh, he did a YouTube Live. I didn't even mention it. I'm so sorry, Jimin. Because that was a really, really great V-Live. And all I got to do was watch him typing. But it was sweet and it was amazing. And it made me smile. And I felt so proud of him. And he said that... He gets to be production manager for this next album. And then all of them came on YouTube Live and they t had a meeting and they talked about it feels like seven songs is the right number for this next album. And it feels like we're going to do some units and it feels like it's time for Suga and Jimin to record a unit song and our unit track, uh, whatever. I can't even talk about it properly, you guys. 
I'm not an expert. I don't know everything. Like, if I were talking about it better, like, some of you guys are so smart and so quick-minded and so clever and such good memories, and you just, you're on. No pun intended. BTS on. Go stream it. But you are on. Like, you, you're just mentally there where you're able to do this and share this and say this and word it just so perfectly. Um, Tony Montana or whatever it is, it's time for Suga and, J and Jimin to do another recording and um, laughing about Lachi Molala or Largi Molbolala, whatever it is. I, I haven't seen that yet. I've seen a clip from it where they're like trying to read each other's lips with ear earphones on so they can't hear the sound. And they're trying to guess how many they can guess right. And Jin was really good at it. And I think that Jimin had the headphones on and he was trying to guess what someone said. And I don't know the word that they were trying to say. But it comes out that it's one of the um, well-known BTS ARMY moments where it's like Lachi Molala or something like that. And they, they joked about how they might write a song like that. And they need another song like Spring Day. And... It just, it's so kind of them to share and let us into their life and let us into their world. Instead of being like, oh, we're on a reality show where we have to put up with the camera being in our faces and we'd really rather not, but we're doing this because it's our job. We're doing this because we want to get paid. We're doing this because we signed up for it. And so now this is the kind of stuff we have to put up with in order to have the money and have the things we want. These guys are not like that. They wouldn't let us in on their meetings, their planning meetings and their brainstorming meetings and their painting sessions and their crafting, making bracelets and all. They wouldn't let us in on that. And Jimin transcribing or, or putting the notes into the computer, he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to sit down and include us and talk to us and explain what he's doing and explain how he came to be the production manager and how his big brother and one of his best friends, Suga, recommended him for that role. He doesn't have to share that with us, but he did because he loves us. You guys, these boys love you. They're not just happy that you helped them become popular. They love you. So big hugs to you. And when Yungi says, when Suga says, it's going to be okay. This time is not going to last forever. This hard time is not going to stay this way forever. It's going to be okay. And at the end, He'll play another BTS song or the solo from the member that was a guest on his show. And so the first time it was Respect because it was his duet with Namjoon. And the second time it was Moon because Jin was his guest. Third time was Inner Child because Taeyong was his guest. And he came up with his closing statement or his closing phrase. And he had armies vote on what it was going to be that he's going to say every time. And... He said, what does he say? I, I don't know exactly what he said. He says, you worked hard today, right? He said, you've worked hard today. It doesn't feel like he's just saying you worked hard today. It feels like he's saying a thousand words. It feels like he's saying, keep going, army. 
keep going girl, keep going boy, keep going mom, keep going dad, keep going cousin, keep going child, keep going grandma, keep going grandpa, keep going families, keep going individuals, keep going workers, keep going, you know, staff and medical professional people and, you know, keep going. You're going to make it. I acknowledge you. I notice you. I recognize that you did important things. That's what he's saying. He's saying, I recognize you did hard things today. You're not lost. You're not forgotten. You did hard things today. He's saying, you are valuable. You are worthy. And this world needs you. He's there to give us comfort. And it gives him comfort to talk to us and to spend time with us. He can't read the thousands and millions of comments. He would like to. But you guys, when he says he misses you, when he says you've worked hard today, he's saying I love you. He's saying I need you. He's saying BTS needs you. This world needs you. You are important. So stay here. Be here. Stick around. Don't do anything to hurt yourself. Don't do anything to shorten your life. Be here. You've worked hard today. You can keep going. That's what he's saying. When you live with anxiety or depression or both, and you can't choose between them because neither one is worse, neither one is better, it's really not a fun life sometimes. And you can get triggered. When you have anxiety, you are basically are living afraid or you might have high-functioning um, anxiety where you can still do a lot of things, but when you get triggered, it's bad. But you're not facing anxiety every moment. You might not even have anxiety every single day. But for those of us who have anxiety and have a lot of it, you live afraid and you live terrified a good portion of the time. That's why it's called chronic anxiety. That's why it's called having anxiety. That's why it's called, I will have this for the rest of my life. That's why it's called something that I might need to go and get medicine for. And might need to see a doctor for it. I might need to see a therapist for it. And when you have anxiety, you are so scared or nervous that you hold back in life. You don't go forward all the time. You don't do things. You don't take opportunities. You don't make friends or have relationships or meet someone who could become your lover or, you know, you just don't experience life because you are afraid of what might happen. You can't sleep. You might eat too much or not at all because you can't stop worrying. <laughs> That's anxiety. And Shuga knows that we have it. He knows, he knows that we're struggling. And you guys, my boys are not here this weekend. And something that triggers my anxiety is hearing police and ambulance sirens. 
And I've heard so many of them today and this week. When I hear them at night, I can't sleep. When I hear them during the day, I just want to call my kids and ask them, You okay still? Are you okay? I just heard sirens. That wasn't you, right? But I can't because I can't be that paranoid parent, that mother who's just going to sit and worry all the time and push them away from me with endless hovering and overprotecting and I can't do that. So I have to go through my day and I hear those sirens and I have to live anyway and I have to trust that I will get my boys home safe and sound tomorrow. <laughs> and there have been times when I was so scared when they were gone. I can remember getting on my hands and knees on the floor and digging my fingernails into the carpet. So terrified out of my mind and I was alone and all I could think of was any minute now I'm going to see my kids in an ambulance or in hospital. I don't know why my mind does this. I don't know why. Because <laughs> I didn't always live like this. But I'm so grateful to say that to tell you that I don't have that I don't have it that bad anymore. But definitely sirens trigger me. When you have a kid and you have anxiety and you can't control what's happening to them if they're not with you, life is really hard. And then on the other side of this, when you have depression, sometimes, sometimes you just can't stop crying and you're not sure why. You don't have any hope or you feel like there is no hope. You might eat too much or you might not eat enough. And that you might have no ambition or feel like you already failed before you try, so why should you try? You might sleep too much, but you don't feel better when you wake up. You might put on weight, even if you're not eating. That's what happened to me. And then your body isn't healthy, so then you get sick. And if you have stress and sickness, then what's that going to do? That's going to shorten our lives. You guys, we can turn this around. That's why I would take five or ten minutes to talk to you about exercising and drinking water. That's why I'm here, making a podcast, because I want to, I want to help. I want the inspiration that BTS gives me to pass through me and go beyond me. And so if I can do that, please let me do that. Please, please take this lifeline, you guys. You can reach out to me. You can find me in email or Twitter. We can talk. And if you want to speak to everyone that I'm speaking to, join me. You know, come on the podcast and talk. We can talk about the ups and downs of life. And we can tell each other, you're working hard today. You've worked hard today. You've done well. And just bask in that wonderful feeling that BTS gives us that makes us feel loved, that makes us feel important and cared about. 
I just can't eat. I can never thank them enough. And I will never stop loving them. Oh, you guys. We are so lucky to have them. We will always be so blessed to even have one one thousandth of what they've given us. I, I just want to thank you for coming here. For feeling these moments of, um, you know, vulnerability that I've been sharing. It hasn't been easy, but in some ways it's been really easy, actually, because it makes me feel like uh, I'm getting out of prison. It makes me feel like I'm free or becoming free. And I just, I can't thank you guys enough either for listening because I would just hate to be sharing and talking and have no one hearing on the other side of this. Remember, you can always email me lovenotesfromarmy at gmail.com. So I hope to see you guys really soon.